What do you want a daughter? What do you want a daughter? I have not a doll with a daughter. We could switch to progress in a doll. Oh, yeah. We could switch to progress on za. Okay. We could za and have to buy some za. Oh, yeah. Let's switch to progress at a doll and get some za with the money we saw. Yeah. Now we know we're going to da da da. These days, nothing is normal and everything is weird. But you could still save big when you switch to Progressive. It might just be the most normal thing you da da da. Quote to da at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to Pitch the Podium and also on the Inside Line Formula One podcast. My name, as always, is Somal Arora. I've got Kunal Shah here with me. And hang on a minute. Before you get to thinking, okay, what was that title all about? How do all Formula One teams end up saving 400,000 euros for 2021? Let us explain. Kunal, what has just happened? Well, the, the most unlikely decision has, you know, been released upon us, as we know. You know, uh, the FIA have upheld the protest, uh, you know, that Renault had against Racing Point and proved that, uh, you know, while the brake ducts are legal, the brake duct designing process is illegal. So it's a little, you know, as everything in Formula One, it's a little too complicated. But the truth is that, you know, it's setting some sort of a precedent. Uh, you know, every team from 2020 is going to, you know, hope to put aside 400,000 euros for 2021, <laughs> where they just copy the Mercedes cars. They go to the FIA for the first race saying, here's the money. We've, you know, we've <laughs> copied the car. We tell you that we know how this is going to go. You know, we'll start the season with minus 15 points, but let's go racing. <laughs> exactly. And, and it's Formula One. We know for a fact that over the years, if you don't tell a team, I mean, unless you don't tell a team that you don't have to do it, it's always a gray area. They consider, okay, if no one has told us, it doesn't mean that it's not possible. And we saw Racing Point doing the same thing. But the wider implications of this canal, uh, uh, as you mentioned, D-teams might as well just take $400,000 and think, okay, what now? It's all right, TK, we could just go in and copy the whole car next year. But is the protest over yet? Because from the looks of things, McLaren and Renault, among other teams, Ferrari's involved as well, they're thinking that maybe Racing Point have just been given a tap on the wrist, they've been let off a bit too leniently, and that there may be more protests coming in very soon. You know, I, I would assume so. And, you know... I, I wouldn't be surprised if Renault appealed the ruling more than Racing Point. You know, Racing Point would be pleased to just say, okay, here's 15 points and here's some, you know, 400,000 euros in a little bit of change. But let's go racing because they retain the competitive advantage in 2020. And, you know, depending on how the FIA modifies the rules for 2021 as well. But I, I see more protests coming. I see Renault asking and requesting the FIA to you know, check more parts of the Racing Point car. And this is also what Marcin Butkowski, uh, you know, said last weekend, you know, at the first race in Silverstone. He said that if the FIA finds that, you know, some parts of the car are in breach, then he would urge them to check the other parts of the car. So I don't think we've seen the end of this protest just yet. It could be going on and on and on for a very, very long time. Who knows, it could be the first of many Renault victories in this protest. <laughs> it's certainly not happening on the track. Well, it could be happening here in the protest office as well. But on, on the broader perspective, Kunal, when you consider everything, it, because Racing Point don't really have to redesign the brake ducts. Now, this is something that we spoke extensively on Pitch the Podium and on the Sideline F1 podcast as well, that maybe if Racing Point lose, they may have to redesign their brake ducts. And there was a loophole saying that because only the design process was wrong, they can just make a very similar brake duct the other way around. I mean, they could just say, okay, we came up with it originally. All that's possible. But now that Renault may be going in 
and doing a deeper search to try, out, try and find out more parts that have gone wrong. How do you think things are going to play out? Because if that's not the case, if this product doesn't go further, I mean, as we mentioned, might as well just keep 400,000 euros as change in your back pocket. <laughs> it's, it's a worthy investment to make. Who knows in 2021, if you say someone like Alfa Romeo, maybe on the podium. Yeah. And, you know, frankly, I mean, as somebody who loves Formula One racing, I've been saying all along, let's give everybody the Mercedes cars with the Mercedes engines and let's just have a cracker of a series because, you know, that's what we'll have. Everyone being closer to each other and everyone competing against Mercedes and the likes. But we know that that's not what's going to happen. And I, I'm actually, uh, you know, pleased with the outcome of the protest because, uh, Renault have, of course, raised a very important question about the DNA of Formula One. They've said, you know, are we looking at team alliances that are going to grow the sport forward? Or are we looking at 10 independent custom, uh, constructors who build their cars and, you know, go racing with those cars? And, you know, like we said in, in the previous episode, that there is also a reason why Renault is sort of trying to go against these team alliances. So, all in all, I think the FIA have upheld the integrity of the sport. But the question that everyone is asking and, you know, I, you and I just discussed is, you know, is this a lenient penalty? Because that's what it seems like. You know, I love the depth of the investigation and the answers they gave. And my mind immediately went back to thinking that, okay, if they make the, the Ferrari power unit uh, protest or the Ferrari power unit legality case public as well, there'll be, you know, so many more documents for us to go through. But all in all, I think it's a great step forward, but I don't think this is the last step at all in this direction. No, I don't think either. It's a very complicated matter, this one, considering what parts are legal, what parts aren't. If you, look, if you go to look at it, you can simply say, okay, that's the same 2019 Mercedes car. And why would you not? It looks exactly the same. But as we all know, you can't directly copy a car. Lots of things have to be changed in. That's a topic for later on. Lot of, lots of broader implications of the same. As we discussed, teams can just come up and say, okay, why don't I do the same thing myself? Hey, if, if I'm only going to have to redesign the brake ducts that I've already have made already, who knows? We, if we can just be get off, we can just be given off with the whole thing very leniently. But on the other hand, on the other hand, Kunal, people are actually questioning Mercedes as well. Ferrari was involved in the whole thing. They're, they're pointing fingers saying, okay, but what happened to Mercedes? Why have they been left off? Why have they been left off? And why were they leaving the meeting only in one hour when Racing Point and Renault took two and a half hours to get off the entire hearing? You know, that, that's where the FIA have actually uh, admitted that they made two errors. Okay, the first was, you know, when they checked the car back in uh, March, they oversaw the brake duct because they said they were focusing on the, the car as, as a whole. And the second is they said that they didn't detail out the handover process, you know, from parts going from being unlisted to being listed for 2020. So, yeah. you know, for example, as you know, brake ducts were allowed to be, you know, uh, they, they were unlisted to be used from, uh, from or purchased from, uh, you know, another team in 2019. It's just in 2020, it's been, you know, sort of disallowed. So, you know, the FIA have turned around and said that we will detail it out far further on how this can be done, keeping the spirit of competition in mind as well. So, you know, in, in all, it's just a learning that everyone has had. And it's, of course, bitter. Uh, the, it's still, I would say, it's the most bitter learning for Renault rather than Racing Point. But, uh, you know, it's, 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 it's at least, like I said, you know, it's a good step forward. And, you know, we know what's going to happen, uh, uh, you know, starting this Sunday. There's going to be another reprimand, you know. And then the, the race after in Spain, I think there'll be another reprimand. So, 
then the question you know we've been trying to find an answer to is how many reprimands can a team collect before it actually converts into a penalty because we know that for the drivers it's i think three reprimands before it becomes a penalty and you know they get points docked off or you know on on their driver's license and the like so you know maybe we should follow a you know a world reprimands championship in 2020 <laughs> Look what it's all come to in the end. Just speaking about a championship for reprimands, considering all that's not been happening on the track. But what what it actually brings me to, Kunal, is 2021. Now, on one side, we all wrote long paragraphs about it. We all spoke about it in great depth. That oh, Racing Point have done the most fantastic thing ever. If this car is safe to race, which it was back back when we wrote all those things, they can get away with 2020 and with 2021 as well because the development regulations are going to be very slightly modified you can't upgrade a lot of things on the car for that one now if they get all these reprimands if today the brake ducts are illegal tomorrow it may come down to the front wing day after tomorrow it could be the rear wing or some other parts of the cooling system or the ecu something or the other eventually when it comes down to the whole thing and we know that redo are going to get down to the bottom of that they want to check every single one of those parts will they have to redesign the 2021 car and if that's the case that's going to be a major hit because racing point we know ailing team in terms of finances when you compare to someone like Renault or Ferrari manufacture budgets in the whole cases and when you see them devoting all their efforts to 2022 and then they have to make another spare car for 2021 which they can't ignore because again sponsors money guys how do they go about this one you know frankly the FIA have said that they will modify the rules from 2020 to 2021 to make sure that such blatant copying doesn't you know sort of get carried forward so uh, i'll be eager to know that what the solution then would be from the fia to help a team like racing point design their own car by themselves and you know very crucially the fia have also used the word unlearn when it came to you know the learnings that racing point have had from the mercedes design so it's a very gray area that's there and eventually i think they will just take a, a look at it from okay we still need to make sure that the sport goes forward so yeah. the rules in the future might be far more watertight but you know for for 2020 and for 2021 uh, we might just see racing point keep a lot of this uh, competitive advantage absolutely just before we wrap up kunal What do you think is going to happen post 2022? Because then we're going to have a new regulation. Now, what usually happens is because the regulations are so tight, and you see engineers spending three or four months trying to develop a new winglet, which will only give them one thousandth of a second of an advantage. I know, sounds very silly, but that's how we've reached today. Is that going to happen later on when you see the new regulations as well? Because the current spec, we've seen it starting from 2017. minorly modified in 2019 and 3 years down the line teams are already saying okay hey i think we've saturated might as well just go and copy the designer for top team do you see that happening do you see that sort of a thing taking place when we go to the new ground effect regulation cause post 2022 you know frankly like the fia have admitted and like pretty much everyone has admitted that copying has been happening in formula 1 ever since okay and yeah. it's just that this level of copying hasn't happened you know where you've literally taken apart got the cad data reverse engineered it tried to build late 183 drawings to show that it's your own design and the like so i'm sure you can't stop copying from happening because you will still have you know teams taking pictures of you know the racing cars of their rivals and so on so it it all depends to see how much would the rules then allow for yeah. copying to happen come 2022 
But are the rules a bit too strict, according to you? Because when the rules are a bit too tight, you just often, you know, there's a point of disincentive. When it comes to working uh, in the labor market as well, there's a point to which you want to work more to gain an extra percent of income. And then you think, okay, my marginal benefit for every single hour that I'm working on is just falling down. It's diminishing after a point. So, hey, why might as well just chillax sit at home and have a few leisure hours. In the same way for Racing Point, there isn't really a lot of incentive for all these teams to work those extra hours when the benefit is quite clearly not available. So, are the rules a bit too tight in that regard? And do you think that Formula One should just loosen up the strings a little bit? You know, starting 2022, maybe not immediately in the new formula because let's remember there's a budget cap. So it's, you know, not just a endless spending that, you know, teams have been used to. There's also a sliding scale aero regulations. So it will be about choosing what, uh, what design philosophy, what upgrade is going to give you the biggest bang for the buck. But uh, I, I think maybe later on as the, you know, as the rules stabilize, as you know, we, we've seen happen, you know, in this era, uh, who knows, maybe this could happen yet one more time. Indeed, that's all to come later on. But firstly, Kunal, thank you so much for being a part of this video yet again. I know, I know it's a bit late back in Norway, but it's good to have you on the show, as always. <laughs> it's, it's much later for you in India. So thanks for doing this uh, with me, Samuel. As always, discussing Formula One is a pleasure. But folks, this weekend, 70th anniversary Grand Prix for Formula One. We're going to be coming with you for a lot more coverage on Pitch the Podium. We've got Michael Italiano, Daniel Ricciardo's performance coach, on Pitch the Podium. He is with Sundaram Brahmaswamy. Excellent interview that. I, I recommend you to watch that. And we're also going to have our debrief, as always, post the race. And our three big winners and our three big losers from this week's race as well. So that's going to be a lot of fun to watch out for. Yes, Somil, I'm excited. You know, it's going to be interesting to see. There's still the five things to watch for video, which is still very valid. We've spoken about, uh, you know, what to look forward to for the 70th anniversary Grand Prix. But, you know, thanks for joining me one more time, Samuel. And guys, we will see you all in another episode very, very soon. Absolutely. See you, folks. Bye-bye. Have a good weekend. A different future starts with you. That's why GoDaddy does more than help you find a name. You can create, sell, and get found online so any small business can drive change or build an empire. Because old ideas aren't cutting it anymore. This new year, we need a new generation of thinking, your way of thinking. So whatever you have in mind that will help make a different future, find everything you need to get started at GoDaddy.com. Because the future isn't decided yet. It's still ours to win. Start different at GoDaddy.com.